youtube.com slash mayhew mayhem. That's youtube.com slash m-a-y-h-e-w-m-a-y-h-e-m. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Hey everybody, it's James, and we're uh, joined here today by this cum dumpster. What's up everybody? It's me, Greg. 30 Minutes of Mayhem is available on YouTube, iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and Spreaker. All you have to do is search Mayhew Mayhem. That's M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. And make sure to rate us five stars. Also, you can help us afford to continue doing the show by donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal. Just use the email address in the description, 30minutesofmayhem at gmail.com. As I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And, uh, Greg, tell me why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Because we uh, ship hard drugs over the border for cartels. That is... Not factual at all in any way, shape, and, or form, but if it was, that would be a reason why this is the podcast your mother hey, could be ashamed of. Hey, you didn't say it had to be factual. <laughs> On this episode, because Scott's work schedule is a bitch, uh, we have another guest, a returning guest, a guest that we had on episode 31, a good friend of mine, that told a very fucked up story about something that I did, and that is Corey. How y'all doing? Uh, right. real, real quick, before we, we start this, Mike, I got something to say. Oh, okay. So, uh, this this is on my mind. I don't know why I was thinking about it. Maybe because uh, my, my friend just got a new house. But a few years ago, uh, one of my close friends had just moved into a new house. I decided to cook bacon for him, uh, you know, for a housewarming gift. Breakfast in the morning. Don't seem bad. Well, I'm cooking bacon, you know. And uh, I don't have any clothes on. I'm, I'm completely naked in, in my friend's house cooking bacon. So he comes downstairs. He's like, "Oh, something smells." Oh my god! And he see he sees my dick, and, and uh, I'm like, "How do you like your bacon? You like it hard and crispy, or do you like it floppy and uh, uh, you know, uh, chewy?" And what? he was like, "I definitely don't like it hard, so don't get hard." And I was like, "I'm talking about the bacon, man." And he's like, "What if my mom came in?" And I'd be like, "I'd offer her bacon too, and see if she'd like to screw right here on this counter." And we got in a little argument, but needless to say. He caught me naked in his house cooking bacon. It was it was pretty fun. His sister came down too, and she had something to say. She was screaming at us. What if my mom came home? It was really funny. Yeah, her boyfriend was there too, and he then he wasn't happy about it either. He's like, put some clothes on. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason why this is the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. So, uh, Corey, at this point, uh, the story you told on episode thirty-one has. Uh, I've repeatedly heard about how funny it is, or how about, uh, or how fucked up I am, or how much of a piece of shit I am. But normally, most of the time, it's how fucking funny the story is, and you've been requested to come back. Finally, got you back on, and uh, well, I want to hear another story that uh, I guess it shows how much, uh, again, how much of an ass that I am when you really break this down. So go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, it was very shortly after we got a. School. I'm working, you know, pretty much five, six, seven days a week. No big deal. I get a phone call from Michael. Says, hey, uh, you know, the usual BS. How's it going? You know, and he says, uh, hey, uh, we're all going to go to a uh, strip club. 
in Gainesville. Uh, do you want to go? And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll go. Strip club, titties? All right, cool. Um, hell, I'll even drive. He's like, well, all right. <laughs> he says, but you have to wear something nice. I'm not really known as the world's best dresser. <laughs> the uh, Basically, anything nice for me is anything that doesn't have holes or stains. This is very true. Time goes by. We finally get to the day where we're all going to go. And I believe it was post. It was me, Michael, Larry, the cunt, Samantha, Lacey, and I believe Samantha's girlfriend. For some unknown reason, we all piled into my piece of crap little Bronco two. Uh-uh. Like this thing is totally jacked all the way around. Like we all barely fit in. I got people like in the trunk area. Horrible. And I'm just going as fast as this little thing will go, and that's like a whopping 75 downhill with a good breeze. <laughs> scream down the interstate and on the whole time i'm thinking all right i'm going to a titty bar whole time i'm all excited about it well on the way there larry he was screaming you know just you know weird shit well larry kind of tends to do that sometimes he just you know just screams <laughs> weird shit i don't know what he was screaming was i swore up and down he was saying cop so i'd always like if you slam on my brakes you're like where i don't want to be i don't want to get caught you know and everybody's just busting out laughing i can't figure out why and I'm like, man, that's not funny, you know. I don't want to get pulled over. I can't afford a ticket right now. So the whole we just keep going. We finally get to Gainesville. And I know Gainesville area kind of decent. And I don't know of any titty bars in Gainesville. But I'm like, hey, you know, it's you know the 2000s. You know, maybe they opened one up. You know, finally got some sense there. So we park. And we all bail out of this thing. We start walking towards this uh, building. There's like a line, you know, way around like this corner of a building. So we start, we're standing there. And once we get around the corner of the building, you know, the line still continues. But it's like you go up this like wooden flight of stairs and it's on the second level. I'm like, that's kind of weird. I don't think twice about it. And, you know, we're all sitting there BS and having a good time. Well, we get to the door. Now, I've been to plenty of biker bars where they like Photoshop people's heads on different people's bodies. You know, it's all good and fun. You know, they leave them on the wall for years at a time. I think this is, you know, just normal. You know, the regular screwing with each other. Well, on this door, there's this great, big, huge, fat woman's body wearing lingerie, and it's got like a dude's face on it. And I look at Michael, I'm like, that's fucked up, you know. <laughs> he's just losing it, laughing. On this poster that he's talking about, it said Slut Party really big on this poster. But it also had what looked like extras from the village people also on there. <laughs> I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. You know, I just looked at the main focus of it. So, you know, not paying a whole lot of attention. You know, because my mindset still titties. So we get to the door and they take your ID if you're under 21. Even though I look 45, I still took take the ID. <laughs> start walking in there and we get to like the middle of the bar area everybody just kind of turns around and looks at me and they like you know where you're at Corey?" i'm like uh, uh gainesville you know <laughs> i want to say as they're like trying to get ready to tell me i look over one one guy's shoulder and there's like this great big huge six foot four black guy dressed just like tina turner but from the <laughs> distance and the darkness of the bar i was like whoa I forget what the hell I said. Mike, what did I say about that? You said, oh, God, I do not want to see her naked. <laughs> yes, because I was under the impression that we were in a titty bar still for some unknown godly reason. He still didn't realize where he was at this point, and it was Larry that told him to look around. I look over, and there's, like, two guys making out at the bar. Oh. And they're like, you're in a gay bar. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm wanting to leave right then and there. Somehow, all the girls convinced me to stay. 
I didn't have any cigarettes on me. Samantha's girlfriend, she had with like parliaments. I don't know why anybody <laughs> oh. would smoke those, but she had them. Uh. And I'm just like chiefing on these things. She like gave them to me because I guess she felt bad. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just like staying in the corner because I'm like, yeah, I don't want any part of this anymore. I'm done. I want to leave. <laughs> and then Mike and Larry are trying to make the best out of it. You know, they're out there, you know, dancing with people. Hang on, let me interrupt you real quick there. There's this part part that doesn't involve Corey that I want to tell from this story. So I'm dancing with my girlfriend at the time, and uh, Larry's dancing there with uh, one of the other girls. And so we're all dancing together, and all of a sudden, someone, like, slams their hand down on my shoulder. And I, I was a little terrified for a second, right? And then I turn and look, and I realize it's Larry. He's got his hand on my shoulder. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, like if you're going to come out and I'm not the guy, all right? I'm, I'm not I'm not the one. Well, he's doing like that flicking his eyes thing. Like, look, over there. Yeah. Behind mm-hmm. me. He's like kind of rolling them backwards to try to like look back. So I'm looking behind him. And there's this dude all grinding all up on him. And he's just getting in there, fucking grinding on him. <laughs> and Larry was doing the eye flick backwards thing. To tell me, hey, help me get this dude away from me. So I turned towards Larry and we started dancing on each other. And the guy got so fucking pissed off. He was like, ah, and, and stomped off. And Larry was like, thanks, I owe you one. I was like, you're fucking right, you do. After a while, they like clear out this one little dance floor area. And I had our friends sitting in my lap. I'm like, don't move. <laughs> and uh, she's laughing at me. You know, she's having a great time. Some big, huge drag queen is out there, you know, having fun with everybody. Well, I look over behind the drag queen's shoulder. There is my cousin. I didn't uh, know he was gay. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God. Lacey's like, what? I'm like, you see that redhead dude over there wearing, like, the pink shirt, cargo shorts, and flip-flops? He goes, oh. yeah. I said, that's my cousin. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, this is just fucked up. I, I don't, don't let me, don't let him see me. You know, that's all I'm worried about. I don't want him to be like, you know, already out to the family. And be like, guess where I think Corey at? <laughs> no, the last thing I, <laughs> like, Jesus, this night sucks. I mean, not only can I not drink, there's no teddies anywhere. I just want to leave. Well, finally, after so long, we all decide we're gonna leave. All right, great. So we all pile in that little truck of mine and we're just hauling ass out of town. And on the way back home and on the interstate, everybody's just dead silent, quiet. Like, I didn't have a radio in the truck, so, I mean, it was, it, you heard everything. And Michael's sitting in the passenger seat, the front seat, and he's just, like, completely turned around in the seat, staring in the back seat. And as I'm getting off the off-ramp into Ocala, I notice he's doing this. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? And I look in the back seat. Samantha and her girlfriend are just making out like fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hell no. Y'all can't do this shit when I can at least watch this is bullshit. Oh, I went off the I went off the friggin' deep end. And they just break up and they're laughing. I'm like, this is fuck I don't wanna fucking I don't wanna play no more. Fast forward. Yeah, this is a this is a, a few months later. But before before we get to the few months later, I, I, I wanna comment on a couple things he said. What Larry was yelling and when Corey thought it was cop when we were on the way there, Larry was yelling cock. <laughs> to to inform Corey that we weren't going to a titty bar, it was Larry's subtle way of saying you're going to probably see cock where we're going. Now, a few months after this is the next part that he's going to tell because it's a follow-up basically with the exact same crew with the addition of Ryan. Well, somehow we all managed to go over to Daytona Beach. You know, we're going to spend a few days out there. We would go to the strip club called Biggins. <laughs> Love the name. Somehow, through the, you know, through the time, I got just plastered 
we had been there, you know, a couple times before, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean, I just like, I couldn't walk. I was so drunk. Like I sat down on the edge of my motel bed. Yeah. We were, we're, back, at the, we're back at the hotel at, the, at this point and Corey's really drunk. Yeah. He's talking about the strip club there for a second. But yeah, we actually went to an actual strip club to, and paid for basically for his entry and all that shit to kind of pay him back for um, the stunt that we had pulled on him previously, and now we're back at the hotel. I had just gotten just shitty drunk. Ryan got mad, and he, like, ran off with some random dude he met in Daytona, you know, whatever. I think that was the night that Ryan wrote that one note. I still have the note. It's on my wall in Florida. It's one of the funniest things. And he put it on Larry and I's door because we had two different hotel rooms. It was Larry, uh, Larry the Cunt, myself and Lacey in one room, Corey... Uh, Ryan and the other two in the um, the other room, <clears throat> and Ryan wrote a note to Larry and I, and it said, "Went to party, see you bitches in hell." <laughs> <laughs> that was all the note said, and he taped it to our door. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have that note uh, to this day. <laughs> and I'm sitting there on the edge of this bed, and there was two beds in this room. We're on the ground floor, and there's like a sliding glass door. I'm sitting there. Like, I was getting ready to, like, just either puke or lean over and pass out or something, you know. Well, Samantha and her girlfriend come into the room, and they lay down on the a bed in front of me. Like, I am literally the two feet away from them, and they're just going at it. And I'm like, all right, in my head, you know, <laughs> hell of a show. All right, sweet. If I sit here and be quiet, this will be good. <laughs> but also in my head, being in the drunken state I was, I figured, well, hell. If I be good and they look over and see me, maybe they'll invite. <laughs> like I said, you know, it was a long shot in a drunken state. But I just kind of went with it. And I'm sitting there just kind of like doing the woozy fucking, you know, little circle sitting down. Just sitting there watching. Mike, he comes into the room and I look up and I'm like, shh. <laughs> he looks like, like they're wild animals and I'm going to scare them off. He's like, <laughs> Like, that's exactly what I was thinking, you know, like, don't let them know we're here. Mm-hmm. And a very short time after that, Ryan comes busting through the sliding glass door. Like, he opens it, and like he's like, oh, hell, that's my bed. You can't do that on my bed without me on it. Well, they start laughing and giggling, and they just get under the covers. Like, they totally pull the covers completely over them, like, turtle style, and you can't see, like, even hair, you know. And I'm like, at this point, like... You dick. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and they just kept going at it, you know, like, you know, nothing's wrong. And and the most screwed up thing was after all of that and they, like, got under the covers, he just left. Wow. <laughs> like, he straight up left. What a and, dick. And, like, didn't come back. I leaned over onto my pillow, my feet still hanging off the bed. I woke up in the exact same position. I did not move. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I'd, I'd probably die. I'd, I'd hate you so much. But you then I'd love you after sorry. you took me to the bar. <laughs> that was a great story, though. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Not a problem. Yeah, there, there, there's more, and we'll have him on again eventually tell an, another story. But you guys ready to move on to this next topic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound that way. That was a little weird. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, Jesus. It sounded like you should have been performing at that club that we went to. But um, okay. You can email the show 
um, by using the email address uh, 30minutesmayhem at gmail.com. You can also message us on Facebook, tweet at us on Twitter, anything you want to say to us. And if we like it, we'll probably uh, read it on the show or if it's funny, you know, whatever. So we got a few emails about Nick, and this one I like the best, so I'm picking to um, read it. It says, I found the podcast on YouTube from related videos, and I've been listening on and off since. And I am wondering if Nick will ever be returning to the show. He was my favorite, and I missed I miss hearing his sense of humor. I am also surprised the podcast does not have more viewers. You guys are really funny. Julia from New Hampshire. Oh, wow. Somebody from outside of Ohio. That's awesome. That or, is awesome. Or outside of Florida, for that matter, or California, because you do have to remember for a while oh, yeah. Ryan was in California. So, Julia from New Hampshire, I am shocked uh, that we have listeners from outside of you know our general vicinity although as far as youtube goes i do have some subscribers from across the world but uh will nick ever be returning to the show he was on episode 55 and 50 i don't know if you heard those and he's also going to be on some more in the future if you mean in a full-time aspect will he be returning to the show uh time will time will tell basically, because uh, he does have a pretty busy schedule. Anything else? We would like him to return. I mean, we really would, because we we basically share the same sentiments. I mean, Nick was, I'm not going to lie, a joy to work with. We also miss having him on the show, and hopefully one day when the planets finally align with each other and, you know, world harmony becomes a real thing, he'll finally be able to come back onto the show. But, you know, until then... Yeah, it's just a uh, guest spots here and there. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, pretty Which much... I guess is better than nothing. I mean, you know, but... Sometimes, yeah. sometimes just a little sprinkle of Nick here and there does the trick. Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds really, really bad now that <laughs> I think about it. But, you know, whatever. This next one here... Um, if I didn't already thank you, Julia from New Hampshire, thank you. Um, so yeah, th- thanks, Julia. Yeah, thank so you for listening. This this next one here, uh, they didn't leave a name, so like last time I'm not going to give out the email address. And it just simply says, uh, will Mahoney ever be on again? Now, she was on episode 48, and the answer for you, listener, is yes. Next week and the following week, we'll have her on both of those episodes. I absolutely love having her on and she has been the most requested to return and as i said uh episode uh, 60 and 61 will both have her on it so you're going to make sure that you listen to those no because i really enjoy having her on too because she's she's a really really good guest yeah she's really fun she's hilarious (laughs) so she says some funny shit but she'll be on next week and the following week so make sure you listen to those episodes so thank you, um, Mr. or Mrs. No Name. You didn't leave a name, so I'm not gonna call you out by name. So, but if if you want to be recognized on the show when you write in an email, just make sure you you know sign it with whatever. It doesn't have to be your actual name if you want to like you know a username or something of that nature, or whatever. But other than that, I'm not gonna say who it's from. The third one here, because I wanted to do all these because they're about uh, people that we've had on or um, former uh, members of the show. I'm assuming a, a majority – well, a majority of these actually came after um, – was it episode 53 when uh, we answered questions from listeners uh, mm. and before and we talked about um, uh, former members of the show. And these most of these came after it, so I guess they're trying to find out the big deal. This uh, third one here says, hey, where the hell is Ryan? He is a funny motherfucker. I don't know if he's been on any episodes since the announcement that he left. 
I haven't listened to every episode. If so, can you link them to me? Dan. Yes, he has been on a few other ones, but they're um, older clips from different things, and I don't remember right off the top of my head what episodes that they're on. I think there's two to where there were never before heard um, clips that he is in, but not um, in any new manner. And I will find out what episodes they are, and I will email you the links. Um, as Ryan would say, cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Ryan to death. He's just always been the type where, you know, he goes and does his own thing for a while, then he'll come back around. That's just kind of always been him. So I imagine he'll probably end up, you know, talking to everybody again, and, and then he'll probably run off and go do something wild and crazy like he always does. <laughs> <laughs> I also love Ryan to death. I, I wish that he wouldn't do the thing that Corey described where he runs off and kind of does his own thing, and then he comes back. That's a little annoying, I'm not going to lie, but uh, I do consider Ryan one of my best friends, and one of the reasons why I loved having Ryan as part of this show was uh, – not only his compassion for the show when he was on the show, but was the, is that um, Ryan's a wild card. You never mm-hmm. know what that dude's going to say. No, no. Oh, my God, no. And he absolutely did up the, the hilarity factor because you literally never know what's going to come out of that dude's mouth. And not only that, Ryan from the headlines is my favorite um, segment we've ever done and i would love to be able to do ryan from the headlines again but i mean can't really do ryan from the headlines without ryan so he obviously can't do that but i would absolutely love for him to come back on the show and uh who knows he maybe we'll have him on as a guest uh, sometime hopefully that would uh that would be nice i would like to have him on again because like you said he was always really wild and said some uh hilarious stuff so i mean well i I would also like to have him back on as a uh, at least as a guest uh that would be that would be really nice to uh, at least have him back on for an episode again i think it'd be nice to ignite the old rivalry (laughs) the old rivalry oh yeah yeah it'd be pretty fun it'll be really funny I would love to see where that goes. I forgot that there's an old rivalry there between you guys. Uh, you know, obviously as as friends, I would uh, you know you yeah, guys yeah. aren't like bitter enemies or anything like oh, that. No, but no. it would be absolutely hilarious to uh, get you guys going again and see what happens from that. So Ryan, if you're listening, people were emailing about you. So there you go. They want to know what's up. And uh, the last question, this one I feel like can be answered by everyone, including Corey. This comes from Adam, which he will be on episodes here shortly in the future. But he writes to ask us, is life truly like a box of chocolates? I would have to say no, especially considering the fact, and, and that's because now they actually put what the fuck is in the chocolates on the top of the <laughs> box when you open it. So it's not even a surprise anymore. And even then, oh, it wasn't right. really a surprise, because if you actually figured out the whole secret, which was if you knew what the little designs they put on top of the chocolates were, you could figure out what kind of filling they had. Well, goddamn, so... I got pretty angry. I, I say yes, life is <laughs> still like a box of chocolates, because there's only a few good chocolates in the box, and the rest is shit. <laughs> I agree. I do agree. So I don't know. I I just I love assorted cho- uh, boxes of chocolates. I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's the perfect analogy for life because, as I said, there's a few good chocolates in there, and the rest is shit. Just like uh, life, people. there's there and people. There there is just a few really really great moments, and then there's a bunch of shit. And mm, I feel like that's what, 
I feel like that's why a box of chocolates is the perfect analogy for life. I also feel yeah. like life is kind of like Mexican food. It's either really good or it's really shitty. <laughs> hmm. I, yeah, I think that is pretty accurate because, like, when it comes down to Mexican food, that like Mexican food is one of those few types of food where there is no middle ground. It's <laughs> either really good or it's really awful. Well, I yes. feel like I feel like the middle ground though is when it's really good, and then afterwards it's really awful. <laughs> yes, when for you're your in ass. the bathroom for half an hour praying to the gods. <laughs> yeah, you're praying to the gods, and your asshole literally feels like someone's got a fucking match stuck up in it and burning you from the insides out. <laughs> like Drake said, uh, screaming squirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, yeah, it gives you this, yeah, screaming squirts, it, it, exactly. So that would be another good analogy for life because you know sometimes you'll have a good thing that causes bad things to follow. So James, what do you think? I, I do think life is like a box of chocolates, uh, only because some parts of life are really good and some parts of life you just I don't know you can't get away from. They're they're shitty. And chocolates, you're always gonna have those shitty chocolates that you just can't get rid of because you don't want to eat them and nobody else wants to eat them so that's what i think i think adam the the consensus minus greg is that indeed life is like a box of chocolates greg on the other hand feels like no it's not and chocolates are really good i that's what i got that's what i got <laughs> well, what, what i always got from that expression was you never know what you're gonna get yeah you never know what you're gonna get but i mean that analogy doesn't work with the chocolates anymore because like now you actually do know what you're gonna get we got to figure out another kind of analogy so on, on that note uh remember you can email the show at 30 minutes mayhem at gmail.com you can message us on facebook tweet at us on twitter whatever you want to do and uh we'll read it on the show so any questions comments concerns anything of that nature go ahead and just shoot it at us and uh we'll uh read it on a, a future episode or catch now, it on the face all right guys i gotta run i will talk to everybody here later all right okay all right That's see you later sudden. Corey. all right all right man see y'all later all right Corey. well that was awful sudden yeah yeah still though it was nice having him on i really enjoyed having him on again that was a funny ass story i'm not gonna lie it was <laughs> well I don't know what the hell happened. He'll probably he'll probably text me and tell and tell me what happened. Corey had to run, so we're we're gonna go ahead and finish out this for the with the third and final topic here, which is conjoined twins. Why the hell would we be talking about conjoined twins? And that's because we're dirty ass motherfuckers apparently. And the only thing that I can think of when it comes to conjoined twins, there's there's two really famous. Uh, conjoined twins. I don't remember their names. Two girls. What, uh, do you remember their uh, names, James? It's uh, Abby and Brittany, I think it is. So, because I'm a fucked up individual, my only thought is, like, how the hell do they have relationships? Because, I mean, they got two heads, right? Now, this is gonna, this is just, this is gonna be so fucked up. But they got two heads, right? But it's not like, at least as far as I know, it's not like they have, like, two different poopers or two different vaginas so they like share uh reproductive organs but they have like the two separate brains right so they're two different people so how the fuck do relationships work i couldn't tell you that'd be very awkward like if you're in a relationship with one but but not the other one do you just like put one of those sleep masks on the one that you're not in the relationship with and you're just like just you know here's some earbuds you put the headphones in and then (laughs) You put like the sleep mask on them and they just don't look and you go to town with 
with the one that you are dating? Or is it automatically always like a threesome to where like if the one's sucking your dick, you can just drop your balls in the other one's mouth? Oh my god. <laughs> It'd be half of a threesome. They and, have two heads, but not two vaginas. But like, if what like what if the one if one of the two doesn't like the other one's like boyfriend like I don't want you to date him and she's like well you can't make fucking decisions for me I'm gonna I'm my own person I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do and they're like that's fine good luck trying to have sex with him because I'm not gonna let it happen because <laughs> you know we gotta we gotta be completely consent it has to be complete across the board and we're sharing this badge so i'm saying no you're saying yes so it's uh it's not gonna happen well what if it happens anyways can the one say that she didn't consent to the sexual intercourse and then therefore uh rape one is rape and one is consent that is a terrible that is terrible i have no idea so what do you guys think about conjoined twins and what i said i think that we are incredibly fucked up and uh (laughs) i think we're all going to hell but you know i mean We've pretty much known that for uh, quite a while now, so uh, that's not really anything too new. It is something that, well, I mean, like normal people don't think of, but I mean, obviously, we are not (laughs) normal people. I mean, we've established that before, so... Uh, Corey texted me, by the way, and he said what happened was um, he was looking out his window and there was somebody looking extremely suspicious by his vehicle that he didn't recognize, so he had to go deal with that situation to find out what the fuck was going on. That does it for another episode of 30 Minutes Mayhem. I have been your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-host, James and Greg. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, YouTube, all of that, Android, everything there. Check us out and uh, donate to us on PayPal. And uh, that's it. And I really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Later, fellas.